Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Hello and welcome back to a new show, an old show. Uh, welcome back to Diz After Dark. Um, we are out with the uh, new and in with the old, as they say. Um, we decided to bring back the the old name. We still felt it was the best name for us. Um, and as you can tell, I'm not Nick. Um, so moving on forwards, uh, myself, P-Dubs, will be the host of this show. Um, just want to say thank you to Nick for, for everything he's done, but we move on um, and hopefully he'll be back at some point. But for now, uh, it's me for the foreseeable, um, but I won't be alone as always. So joining me on tonight's show is Craig. I literally went into the shower and I've come back out the shower and everything's still the same. What have I missed? I don't know. Someone's, like, someone else has gone into the toilets with Boniface. Oh, we won't, oh, won't go, any, go, go any further on that. He didn't um, take a drill, did he? <laughs> also joining me, as always, is Mr. D. Hello again. Here we are. Here same we old, are. same old. Back, back to the beginning. And yeah. uh, a nice little surprise returning uh, for this first show back as Diz After Dark is Sinead. Hello. Two weeks in a row. What's going yeah. on with me? Yep, a Universal show and now a Disney show, all all Wild. in a, the space of a week. Um, so thank you for joining me, guys. Um, we we plod onwards, um, and it would be remiss of me to start a show without asking the age-old question: What is everybody drinking? So, Craig, let's start with you. Well, I'm drinking. Um, I'll take a picture and I'll share it on the socials. If me and Kerry wear bottles of lager, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can already tell this is going to be really romantic. I am Corona Extra. I've just sent it to Sinead. Um, a dead big one. And Kerry is the Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got two. I'm, I'm double fisting tonight, Mr. <laughs> Mr. P. Dabs. Oh, oh, someone has to, I suppose. So, Mr. Mm. D, how about yourself? I have got a blood orange gin and tonic. Back on a gin and tonic. Been a few weeks. Very nice. Look you can never knock a bit of blood orange. Nah. Certainly not. Uh, and Sinead, how about you? I have got a LucasAid Zero pink lemonade with a little piece of lime in it, so it makes me feel fancy. <laughs> Very fancy. The, the <laughs> lime really takes it over the top, Really it? does. Really does. Um, that, that's a lady drink if there ever there was one. Yeah, it's very pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I'm I'm not going to top the, the poshness of it. Um, I'm not going to change my order of things. I've got a nice biscuit brew tea. Nice. So uh, we move on with the show. 
And we decided, like, the, the process of the show is not going to change. Things are still the same at the moment. Um, but we kind of decided this week to concentrate on our news on the big thing that's come out of Walt Disney World. Um, and that was the, the five-point changes of, of kind of staying on property and, and entering the park, um, which I think is going to affect all three of you in some way, um, or would have done if your stays had come after mm. the, the date that everything's coming in um, at Walt Disney World. And we, we did put this out to our Patreons, and, and the next section of the show will, will encompass the Patreons even more. Um, so... Obviously, Walt Disney World published this five-point um, improvement plan, I suppose we could say. Um, so I'm going to start with the, the first one. And, and as I said, this this kind of probably would have affected you more, Sinead, than anybody um, yeah. with your trip, because you are only going for a day and you've got dated tickets, I would imagine. Um, so this first one is it's removing the theme park reservation requirements for date-based tickets. Um, so... <laughs> For both Craig and Mr. Day, that probably wouldn't affect you in any way, shape, or form because yours aren't going to be dated because of how long you're staying. Um, yeah, I, I think wasn't you, sure about that. I think you put yeah. a, your start date in because yeah. So I think that's what they mean by date based. So like I think it's a fourteen day ticket, so you put in your first day, it's valid for fourteen days because there was a lot of stuff going on about people who had extra days left on their fourteen day mm. tickets, wasn't it? But I yeah, think well, one of the, I, was I it think someone, I was it that. you, Mr. D? Yeah, I, yeah, well, when I look on the app, it was a 14-day ticket that we had for 2021, 20, so last year. And you had to say when your, when your first day was. But I've still got a couple of days shown on the app. But I, I, I bought tickets for this year, and I, had, I still had to specify my my first day and it wouldn't let me make theme park reservations apart from that that window so i don't know yeah i think somebody yeah, so... pointed out it was a, a hurricane hmm. and that there was park closures maybe and that's oh, okay. why you're getting your days back yeah oh, it could be yeah, yeah. and and this description on the the five point plan doesn't really point that out because it looks for all intents and purposes that this is aimed at locals yeah pretty much with all of this um so they don't really explain the the explanation it gives is starting with park visits on january the 9th 2024 theme park reservations will no longer be required for date-based tickets so you could take it in in certain ways because obviously your first dates are date-based but then the rest are kind of floating aren't they within that 14 day window so typical yeah, disney is very hollow in yeah. how they've described it yeah i think they changed it. it used to be like a straight 14 days from first day of use but then don't know exactly when they changed it but when we bought the tickets for last year it's now 14 days within 18 days of first day of use so they, they accept the oh. fact that there might be the odd day that you don't want to go to the park yeah. um I, I think yeah, that's be... shortened because I'm sure the last time we had 14 day tickets, it was within 21 mm. days. Right. Mm. So that again is a, another interesting change. I'm sure it was within 21 days that you had to, to use all, yeah. all 14 days. 
Now, by an amazing coincidence, my sister is is gone next year, and she gets there. She checks in on the 9th of January. Perfect. So, <laughs> so at the end of the month, she's going to make a decision because she did want the dining plan, just a quick service dining plan. Yeah. But she's going to have to make a decision as to whether she does that, depending on what we find out on the 30th. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later, um, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it. But again, it's all these announcements they're all pretty much like four or five lines and that's all they're giving you except yeah. for the next one which has absolutely no bearing on any of us um what they're calling good to go days uh days when annual pass holders and cast members will not need a theme park reservation um so it doesn't really bother any of us because none of us have got annual passes or cast members um but it says, while theme park reservations will continue to be required for select admission types, in 2024, we plan to offer select days on which our annual pass holders and cast members may visit Walt Disney World theme parks without needing a park reservation. Good to go days may vary by park and pass block outdates and capacity limitations continue to apply like they do today. Uh, as I said, it doesn't really apply to us. Um, I know we've surely got annual pass holder listeners. For a start, Steve Wilson is an annual pass holder um, who's who's there currently. So it, it will affect some of our listeners. But yeah, again, it, it's very vague <laughs> as to what it actually is. And the other, the other thing is, I mean, you know, at least nobody likes the current system where no matter what type of pass you've got, you have to book a park reservation. Nobody likes that, but people also complain about just how complex and unspontaneous, if it's such a word, it is going to Disney now because you've got to book park reservations, you've got to get tickets. Genie Plus, you can't buy that now until the day the rules keep changing, etc., etc. And now, and now you've got another whole set of rules now that if you've got a date-based ticket, you don't need a park reservation. If you're an annual yep. pass holder, some days you need a reservation, some days you don't. You can park, you can go yep. in without a reservation after two. If you're a cast member, some days it's just they're just making it so complicated. I mean, either just keep it or get rid of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because oh, again, this. This is still going to stop that. Oh, I fancy going to the park this morning. Can I get yeah. in? You still yeah. have to plan yeah. to go on these certain days. Yeah. It, there's no spontaneity to it at all for, for locals. And that, that's why I said it kind of feels like this is top heavy for locals in some ways. But in other ways, it's really kiboshing people's kind of, of the- park going. Yeah. None of it's this just... stuff is starting for another seven months. I mean, it's it's not like they're, you know, it, it's not like they're not giving themselves time. If they were going to get rid of the system, they, they've got seven months to just make a yeah. clean break and just get rid of it. But instead, we're going yeah. to have this thing, and then you've got to believe that once they, once they do this for a little bit of time, then eventually it's just going to go. So just get rid of it now, all of it. Yeah. It just feels like a really like half-assed attempt of trying to win over pass holders. Like when you think how expensive annual passes are, and then you kind of just have to hope you can maybe get a reservation. You can only have a certain amount in a month and all this kind of stuff. It just kind of feels like okay, but there's certain days, probably the least popular days of the year for people mm. to go. Anyways, you can come in. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it does, yeah, and it does feel like that the annual passes have just gone back on sale not that long mm. ago. And it, it does feel like it's a response to complaints 
about people that have bought them? Well, complaints and the other thing is that, that all, of, all of these all of these things. Well, yes, uh, well, well. Uh, <laughs> but the the other thing was that all of these uh, changes were announced uh, just before the quarterly results. Yeah. Right. And and so if you're cynical or a little bit suspicious. You might think that putting annual passes back on sale again and things that we're gonna the things that we've already talked about and we're gonna talk about are maybe anticipating um lower bookings or signs of lower attendance um yeah. this year and for next year. And also making up for the huge amount of subscribers they've lost on Disney Plus. Yes. Um yeah. <clears throat> Because they and, did, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they did actually say in the earnings call that while park revenues were up, attendance was down. So occupancy was down. So basically they're making more money from less people, which you, you would expect they're going to make more money because, you know, they, they've put prices up so much. And this this is a comparison kind of year on year. So last year, you know, they hadn't flushed out all the prices like, Genie Plus was still whatever it was, fifteen dollars or, or whatever it is now. No, on peak days it's been up as high as thirty-five dollars, and food prices have all gone up and blah blah blah. So, so there is already signs that crowds are down this year and bookings are down this year, and so they're starting to kick in some of these things to make it more attractive for next year. Yeah, yeah, and definitely as other people have discussed, and we'll talk about it with with the one Patreon comment we've got about this, it does feel like they're preempting Epic Universe Mm. in ways that they think they can't compete, which we've talked about amongst ourselves and and on this show where people are saying Universal are going to take some more market share because people are going to have to decide between the two. The funny thing is, though, I mean, that could go the other way, though, couldn't it? I mean, it's an interesting point, but, you know, people might be holding back next year because yeah. of Epic Universe coming in 2025. And then if they're coming to Florida, then, yeah, they they will go to Epic Universe, which maybe in the past they wouldn't have gone to Universal, but they they could also, you know, spend a couple of days at Disney as well. So it's kind I of... Think- I think it is also fair to point out that a number of countries have also like issued travel warnings against going to the state of Florida. So that wow. could also be deterring people from going. I know Australia has. I know a couple of European countries have. I know, really? I think Ireland might have for members of the queer community. So it is being blacklisted as a safe place to visit, not Disney necessarily, but the state as a whole. So I think everything that's going on not to get all political, but everything going on politically in Florida could also be putting people off wanting to go. Well, that's interesting. I hope it puts them off going in August. (laughs) No, September. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Come on, Sinead, just say October. (laughs) I'm going in September. September, I'm pretty much bang smack in the middle of Craig and Mr. D's trips. There we go. So... So yeah, that that's the second one, and I and I think the the worst kept secret, um, in probably in Disney history, to be honest, 
um, is number three with the the Disney dining plans are coming back. What? Oh, shock! Really? Shock horror! <laughs> um, yes. Um, Ryan, this one's devast- for you. Yeah, and me. I'm devastated. If I if I wasn't in the window where I had to pay me holiday, we would have give serious consideration to cancelling for next year. Honest to goodness. Just so you could get a dining plan the, the following year. So yeah, all of the stuff honestly, is from the 9th of January, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah everything from the beginning still. of next year. Yeah. yeah, but the dining plan, they've said it will, will go on sale on May 31st, so huh? we will see quite soon how much it's going to cost a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be to, to add to your packages that you've already booked for next year, which obviously we talked about a couple of weeks ago when they all went on sale yeah. um, and everybody was expecting the free dining to come back and it, it didn't. Um, oh, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was like really me, interesting. Who would buy it for this year? If if they would just put it on sale now, we'd still buy it. Yeah. I, yeah, again, I'm not quite sure why they're waiting this long, but I think they've probably already done the deals for this year. I think it's probably too late for this Yeah, and uh, again, I'm... Assuming that- yeah. We've got the worst out of all the deals. We're getting, um, was it £1,200 for the deluxe room? Yeah. And then for some of the bookings for next year, they're getting two and a half grand or 2400 for Yikes. one room. And then now they've kicked me in the nads and said, oh, you can have the dining <laughs> plan. Well, remember this. So just to be clear, though, this isn't free dining, right? No, this no, is, it's, it's you, paid. You yeah. pay for it, right? And there's a couple of specifics. They've, they're only bringing back two of the dining plans, which are the main two, which is the quick service yeah. and the and the regular dining plan. But I don't know if you guys have picked up. It looks like they're, I mean, everybody's expecting it to go up in price or for them to go up in price because everything else has. Why wouldn't it? But they have actually reduced the offering as well. Shocking. Um, yeah. That's not so, like Disney. No, no, but so it's, it could be a double whammy. We'll find it on the thirty first of May, but you know I'm expecting it to go up in price, and you get one less snack per day per plan. We we emailed Charter Travel uh, the other day after we paid, um, yeah. and we just said, look, just just a little email. Just we've we've seen stuff on the YouTube and stuff like that. Um, are we getting free cups when we get there? No, you're not getting free cups. You have to buy them. So even that is another kick in the nads. There, there is no free cups, he said. There is no free cups for any bookings this year. No. So but you will with a you will with a dining plan. You but will again, with the dining plan. You're paying for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. pay for it. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But I mean, it used to be the the quick service plan. You would get two quick service meals. A meal was a, a main course and a drink, and then you would get two snacks. And now it looks like you're only going to get one snack. And then for the regular dining plan, it was a quick service meal. Again, that was a main course and a drink. And then you would get a table service meal. And you would also then get two snacks. And it looks like it's only going to be one snack. But the drinks, I think they're keeping the option of the drinks being, if you're over 21, I think it is. Yeah, over 21 then the drink can still be an alcoholic drink, like beer or wine or cocktail or whatever. Which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they they made that change. You always follow on with another one, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do. That was a very, very popular change they made a few years ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. 
Uh, and then number four, again, it's going to affect all three of you because you're all staying on property. Um, number four is more park time for Disney Resort hotel guests, early theme park entry for all Disney Resort hotel guests, and extended evening hours for guests staying at Disney Deluxe Resort hotels and Disney Deluxe Villas will continue through 2024. Valid theme park admission and resort ID required. Um, so nothing's really changing with this, I don't think, is it? No, much? It's no, just a continuation of what they're, they're already doing, which was already been limited, hadn't it? In Yeah, well, it's half an hour in, in all four parks each day, as opposed yeah. to one hour in one park each day. Yeah, okay. and then and then the evening extra hours is at the minute at least it's one evening a week in the Magic Kingdom, one evening a week in Epcot, and it's an extra two hours in each in each of those parks. Yeah, I mean, again, we're coming up to our trip. We're eighty odd days away now. Paid for yeah. it the other day, like you said. We still, I know you've got your touring plans and historic um, park hours. But we haven't got park hours yet, and we've booked our we've booked all our park days, yep. but we we've already had to look at them and go, oh, hold on a minute, Magic Kingdom, uh, Mickey's mm. not so scary on that day, Mickey's not so mm. scary on that day, but we don't want to start changing stuff around until we know no. park hours and stuff like that, and what mm. is the extra magic hours for deluxe? We still don't know. And we're coming up to sixty days to book what limited dine, and we're booking. Mm-hmm. yeah it's hard because like when we yeah. were trying to plan because we weren't initially planning on staying on site at all we were just staying in universal but when we decided that we do two days and it worked out to make more sense for us to stay on site for the night we had to try and like go back like four or five years if not probably a little bit further in like historical dates and like the formula they used for mickey's not so scary to try and figure out if yeah what might it might potentially be on the week that we're there now granted it did work out in our favor and and it did follow the same format that it has for a bunch of years um mm-hmm. but it's hard we did kind of take a gamble on whether it would be the right night or not so thankfully it worked out but uh yeah it's a bit hard when they're not giving you quite the level of transparency that obviously you guys especially have become so used to that you know everything like nearly three years in advance so it's a bit uh Difficult. There was no better day than the 180 days out. Mm. I used to book the day off and get the dine and booked for the holiday. 180 days plus 10. It was a fabulous day, a day of celebration in the household. Mm-hmm. But and then but and, and so you don't need necessarily park reservations because you almost know where you're going to eat anyway. Mm. So you know what park you've got to be in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and then the, the yeah, yeah, fast pass day was was the big one, wasn't it? Oh, Sixty days. Day. Oh, I know yes, what yes. I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm and zigzagging then, across the park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with your with your phone in front of you, going, oh, what can I fit in now? Now that yeah. I've done that one, a wee. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then then the last one uh, and the most vague one of all. Um, plan ahead with Disney Genie Plus service. We are working on ways to help g- guests plan with Disney Genie Plus service and individual Lightning Lane selections before their visit, so they can spend more time with friends and family in the park. That's a lot of help. That doesn't tell me anything. Yeah. So, 
this one's going to be really interesting. And I mean, are they are they just going to go back to something like we just talked about the old FastPass Plus system, where you could buy it in advance? Well, you didn't have to buy it because it was free, but obviously, when Genie Plus came out, you could buy it in advance, and now you can't. You've got to buy it on the day from midnight, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you're going to be able to buy it in advance. That would be the yeah. first thing. And the, but then the second thing is, will you be able to make your lightning lanes in advance? Some of them, all of them, or none of them. My my guess is you'll be able to book, you'll be able to buy your, your Genie Plus in advance and you'll maybe be able to book your first one in advance. And then yeah. everything else you, you'll have to book on the day. Yeah. Do you know and, uh, I mean, with us, we held off. We we lost the Genie Plus offer when the UK holiday mm. firms were giving it away as part of the package um, yeah. for cheaper, wasn't it? It wasn't. Oh, Craig, free. you've had no luck with this. <laughs> oh, nightmare! Yeah. We just mm. held off, and we were waiting, and we were waiting, and then they took it away, and then we booked. Mm. Now, I wouldn't have a problem now. If they said to me, right, you can do a Genie Plus, you're going to have to pay. It's going to cost you this much and you can have your Lightning Lanes and you can make three um, three Genie Plus things. What I can't remember what they're all called. The one where you pay for, for the ride on the day. What the individual called? Lightning Lane. Yeah, 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 the individual. I, I wouldn't have a problem if they said, look, you can pay for Tron today and you can pay for, and mm-hmm. you've got your calendar on, on, the, on the app and all that. And... It, you could work out and you could chop and change and you, you get a, a bill at the end of it and you go, for your two-week holiday, you're going to spend $500. Well, I'm happy with that. I'll pay it because it's six months out or whatever. Not when I'm walking around the parks. Like, I think Ripples did it. I think Steve Wilson's doing it now. They've got a daily budget and yeah. they won't go over that budget. And that budget includes food or Lightning Lanes or Genie Plus. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to be able to pay in advance and just the thing is though i think i think they'll be reluctant to to have it so that you know it's that everything's sold out by the time somebody gets there on the day so i could see them doing some kind of mix and match where they they maybe sell a certain number but then there's a certain number available on the day because that will that will be such bad press for them if for the day right and 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 therefore if it's sold out for the day it'll be sold out for every day you know or guardians of the galaxy or or whatever um so i, don't, I, I mean don't, i watched I wilson know. yesterday steve wilson yesterday got up at seven o'clock in the morning got his tron to mm-hmm. he got his um boarding group boarding group 82 he was at seven yeah. o'clock in the morning and he had to wait, I think it was five and a half hours. So he's got to stay in the vicinity of Tron five and a half hours. You know, I know he's in the same theme park and he's only got to walk across the theme park, but yeah, that he's, he's alters... only got to, Yeah, he's only got to stay in the park for five and a half hours, Craig, because you get plenty of notice. Yeah. You can see it on the app, it, can, it sort of ticks down and tells you what boarding group is boarding at the minute. So, you know, you could even you could even leave the park and come back in again, as long as you've been in and got your boarding group um but yeah but there's no like um time frame on a boarding group because i asked yeah. them i said give us a like give us an example of what a boarding group is it a 15 minute window is it a 10 minute window is it a five i and think there's no sort of indication well you mean when it's when it's going to be 
when it's going to happen, when you're going to get your boarding group. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you mean? Or yeah, how yeah. long the window is? When you're going to get your boarding group. Just give them I, a time. I, Why do you have to give them a number? I thought you had an estimate, though. It's probably because, like, things go down and stuff like that. So if they give you a time, yeah. you'll have people come and complaining because, oh, I booked this oh, dining yeah, and I've had to miss yeah. this reservation and it's less hassle on their end, I'd say. Yeah. I yeah, thought it did. I mean, point. I can't. I might be wrong about that, but I thought it, it told you a boarding group number and it gave you an estimated time, and then and then obviously that kept updating, kept changing. So every time you go into my Disney experience or my, you know, the Disney app, then you would you would get an estimate. Um, could be wrong about I'm, that. But I'm going to have to put factor fifty on my bald spot here, aren't I? Because I'm literally walking around all day looking at my phone. <laughs> Pointless. Head that, down. Not, yeah, that's not Disney. No, no, it isn't. And and that was the the exciting thing I think about the old fast pass system as well, that you you'd literally just walk up to a machine, put your ticket in, and it'd chuck a bit of paper out at you, and you wouldn't have mm. to worry. That was it. You were done. So you can yeah, go off and do thing, something else. The only thing was, you know, I was I was blooming, you know, theme park dad that had to run across the park with everybody's tickets. In sandals. Try and get a try and get a paper fast pass. Ah, don't pretend you didn't love again. that moment of triumph when you got them though. Don't try and pretend <laughs> you, that you didn't when you love get that. Them, yeah, when you actually get them, you know. And then you gotta run back again and then find everybody. And then when your time is getting close, you've got to hike it back again. So there was a lot of back and forth across the park with the old paper paper fast pass systems. But the fast pass plus system where you could book three fast passes. 60 days out, was it? Or was it 90 yeah, days yeah. if you were on site guest? 60, 60, 60 30 yeah, 60. if you were off site. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was that was a good system. That was a good system. Because again, it was the same as the dining plan. It was it was 60 days plus 10 if you were an yeah. on site guest. Yeah. So that was a good system. Yeah. But again, that's when it felt more like an actual perk to stay yeah. on site. You know what I mean? Like you got those. Yeah like really clear tangible benefits rather than yeah. a half an hour but so i mean that could be another thing though Sinead. i mean when they yeah true when they do whatever they're going to do with genie plus it might be that if you're a deluxe guest you get you know three genie pluses if you're a moderate you get two if you're a value you get one get and if you're offside, the you get up early <laughs> yeah you get your, your ass out yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this because clearly it's not settled anywhere. I didn't use it at all at Disneyland. I didn't feel the need to. I didn't even use Lightning Lane because we managed to get on to, to everything that we wanted. Could have I could have used Genie Plus and we probably could have done more, but I didn't feel the need to out in California. But it'll be interesting to see where this goes at, at Walt Disney World. Um, yeah. and you never know it might be up and running by the time you guys get there Um, it's currently very very vague though Um, yeah. I'd so, love it because we're only there for two days so like I'll quite happily pay for, for Genie Plus for the two days because we have such a short period of time but yeah. I mean I say happily pay I'd rather not pay obviously but needs must Um, but yeah it'd be great if you could book it in advance yeah yeah. they've <laughs> said they've said though on the Disney Park blogs that um, we're working on ways guests may do this for visits in 2024. So I don't, yeah. I don't think we're going to we see any changes. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean the other thing I think I mentioned that you know we've we've kind of planned our trip so that there are certain days like weekends which tend to be busier in the parks where we're going to water parks, we're going to Disney Springs, so we just won't buy Genie Plus that day, and then we'll have we'll have sort of concentrated park days where we will buy Genie Plus. So that other yeah. I think we're there for twelve nights. I think we're probably only going to buy genie plus maximum depending on how busy it is maximum like eight maybe eight nights something like that our first weekend at um, disney we're planning we're looking at now an airbnb at anna marie island for two nights nice Mm -hmm. we just got to see if we can make the stars line up and and shake that magic money tree one last time So as I said, we did put this out to, to the Patreon. So we have got a, a couple of comments from, from those guys. So we've got, first of all, we've got one from a new um, Patreon, Craig. Um, not this Craig, obviously. Uh, Craig Willux. Um, other Craigs are available. Other Craigs are available, that's for sure. Um, some better than others. Um, <laughs> so here, his thoughts were, hi, my thoughts on the changes. Disney are worried about the three new Epic Universe hotels and more people basing their stay in and around the Universal Resort. They are trying to fill their hotels in 2024 in the hope that the experience entices people to come back in 2025 when Epic Universe opens. Disney are at least looking to address the three areas that I expect they have received the most negative feedback about. I would have rather they just focused on the periods where each park is the busiest and required all guests reserve a park on these days e.g. around public holidays, anniversaries, slash special events, etc. All other days would therefore not require a park reservation from anyone. I guess Disney still don't feel confident on staffing resources if they lose the ability to control capacity. It will be interesting as to how they price the dining plan. I would consider the quick service depending on the cost. They had to keep the early entry and extended evening hours at least the same, and I think that is fine. It's still a bit of a perk for staying at the hotels. Regarding the Genie Plus changes Disney are working on, I think this will either become paid fast passes slash fast track lightning lanes, or it will become a free add-on to Genie Plus, but it will be the tiered to the guests, e.g. non-resort guests get one per day. So pretty much as we've we've just talked, uh, value resort guests get two, moderate three, deluxe four, etc. So it will be another way to encourage people to stay on site. Um, that pretty, that last bit pretty much covers what we've we've just said ourselves. Um, yeah. that it'll become part of a, a package as such with, with wonder, staying on on site. Yeah. I wonder if they'll keep um, the Genie Plus and the individual attraction selections or whether they'll smoosh those together. Yeah. It, it, again, it, it's confusing because they've got different names. I think if there was yeah. something similar, then people would go, oh, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, maybe Whereas they'll the require moment, you to have one to be able to book the other or whatever. Yeah, at yeah. the moment, it they, they kind of feel like two separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, when really they're not, they're just kind of a addendum to, to Genie Plus. Um, then obviously, we've got we've got a comment from someone who was a, a guest on the show not long ago. Uh, we've got a comment from Darren. Um, mm. um, yeah. it's um. My opinion on the 2024 stuff is shit. I'm in California in 2024, <laughs> so I hope the changes stay in 2025. 
I'm surprised they they taken the uh, book park entry off as it's a good way to know numbers for that day in each park. But crap for us having to book weeks in advance. Meal plan is good, but rather have free meal plan, as would maybe get me to stay on site. Not done much with Genie Plus, so I can't comment. And the others won't affect me unless I win the lotto and get DVC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't have a free meal dining unless you've got paid, uh, because then it's a pay. Yeah. So as yeah. long as you've got a dining plan of sorts with the paid stuff, then it can be offered as a free. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we, everybody knew it was never. It was never yeah. really free, free. And oh, by the way, I mean, what? Gone back to that dining plan deal. If you if you have booked for next year and you've got a dining credit, I think we mentioned this last week, but or two weeks ago. But if you have booked for twenty twenty four and you you got one of the dining credits. And now you want to add a dining plan, which obviously you have to pay for. You cannot, Disney have said, you cannot use the dining credit to help pay for the dining plan. And actually, I thought their comment was a bit facetious. They said, you can, but you can, you're welcome to use that to boost your dining experience. So in other words, South lads. you can wheel you can it out buy the park. More. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah. you can, you know, you can have a big blowout go to a signature restaurant, whatever, but um, yeah. Wild. The, the thing is, with, the, with, with that dining money, though, you can use it on anything anyway, can't you? It's yeah. not necessarily just, so it, it's not a bad thing. If you've got that two and a half grand, yeah, that's two and a half grand spending money. It's laughing. Yeah, true. Yeah, but if you if you then go and buy the dining plan, yeah, that's that's all your food. So now you've got you've got to spend the two and a half grand, and that's oh, I can spend two easy. And a half grand. Oh, I, I know, uh, but that's, what, that's exactly what Disney are banking on, though. That people... As long as ales include them, all right. So, so this is this is really interesting psychology here. So the reason why people like the dining plan is it means they don't need to worry about paying for the food. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for the dining plan, and I'm gonna blow that two and a half grand worth of dining credit. Yeah, Bob Iger must be having a blooming Christmas decorations. Poutine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. Craig's just going to come home with a whole suitcase of Christmas decorations now. Oh, true. Spirit oh, jerseys. Yeah. There's not a spirit jersey. <laughs> Steve spirit Wilson jersey Christmas decorations. That's what you is, need. It's yeah. hunting for a manly spirit jersey for me that I'll buy in August. <laughs> I will buy one in August as long as it's manly. And we'll also be buying one to give away, if I remember yes. rightly. We are, yes, for the Patreons. Yep. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Give away your so... giraffe suit after it as well. Actually, that'd be a good giveaway. <laughs> oh, no one wants that after Craig's been in it. <laughs> um, I've set up an OnlyFans page, and I'm going to give away all my Walt Disney World undies. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. It's right. titled The Disney Giraffe. With a, yeah, with a yeah. Polaroid of what toilet you used yes. while you were wearing uh, them. Anybody who joins that states. group will it oh, should immediately be blocked from all social media. <laughs> I've got something wrong with them. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, so with the return of the dining plan, um, we thought we would bring back an old segment uh, to the show, um, and that will be coming up next. Have some more chicken, have some more pie It doesn't matter if it's boiled or fried Just eat it, eat it. just eat it, just 
So yes, the return of Eat It. And again, we put this to the patrons. So they have voted. We decided we'd start with the hotels because that made a little bit more sense with, with obviously the dining plan being part of hotel packages and things like that. So we've started at the bottom. We've started with the values. We put the the vote to the patrons. Um, so and I, at this point, we want to thank all our new patrons. Um, we've had five or six new patrons in the last week, yeah. um, which is is fantastic. And as I said, Craig is is one of them that that made that comment on the on the last segment. Um, and we've got a couple more comments from from new patrons regarding this as well. Um, so thank you for the interaction from everybody. Um, if you want to to join us on Patreon, um, the website is patreon.com slash Podcast network. And you can find all our previous uh, items, our, our Patreon-only podcasts. Uh, you obviously get hundreds early... Hundreds of hours. Yeah, hundreds of hours. Um, possibly a new one on its way from Craig and I um, in the near future as well, um, which is going to be Patreon-only. Um, it won't be available anywhere else for the foreseeable. Um, but yeah, there's there's hundreds of, of podcasts and you get uh, early access to, to these shows. Uh, probably about 48 hours early before we we post them to the, the usual places. So if you want to join us, we're starting from $2 a month. Um, so it's easily accessible. Uh, less than half a cup of coffee, uh, as has been pointed out to us. Um, by a couple of uh, of our new patrons so thank you guys and thank you to everybody else that's sticking with us um and thank you for your support um for people that had seen i'm using a new mic that was paid for by the patreons um so that i actually sound decent hosting rather than using a pair of beats to uh to podcast um so thank you very much and as i say there's going to be more content coming your way so uh, as I said, we did put this to the Patreons. We we picked, started with the value resorts, uh, and with more than half the vote, Pop Century took the win. Pop Century. Um, so, yep, we, we are going to build our menus from Pop Century, and this was particularly important and is one of the reasons why Sinead's come on tonight, is that you're staying there for a night. I am indeed, yeah. We're staying there, I think it's on a Monday evening. Um, so I had not looked... Uh, much to do with Pop Century, to be honest, other than the fact that I had a Skyliner. So I was like, this gives me an excuse to look at the menus. Yeah, perfect. So do you want to start, Sinead, in that, oh, that case? Yeah. Sure, yeah, I can do. So for context, I'm vegetarian. I think most people probably know that by now. So all of mine are vegetarian options. So for my starter, I've gone with the soft pretzel with cheese sauce from the Petals Bar, which is $7.49. Uh, for my main, they've got an impossible burger that is topped with Carolina style barbecued jackfruit, pickled slaw and plant based cheddar served with French fries for $13.29, which sounds really nice. Their other, I think, plant based option was like a vegan tuna fish sandwich or tuna fish yep. salad, which... Yep. I've never been a lover of fish, so plant-based fish, the thoughts of it, I, I'm not on board with. But anyways, um, for my side, I went with the garlic breadsticks, the burger, and also the side are from the main dining hall. Um, and they are $3.49. For dessert, I've gone with the iconic tie-dye cheesecake from Pop Century, which is $5.99. And then for a drink, I went for a sunshine margarita, again from Pell's Bar, 
which is Lunazil Reposado Tequila, Cointreau and Sweet and Sour with juices of orange and lime for $16.50, which gives me the grand total of about $46 and change. That's not too bad, that. Right, not bad. Yeah. To be fair, I'll probably have this exact meal when I'm there. Now that I say it. sort of got to, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah. Photographs in the post. Yeah, very much. So who wants to take on the challenge next? Go on, I'll go then. So I started with um, Greek salad with shrimp. Uh, chilled shrimp over crispy crispy greens topped with tomatoes, cucumber, red onion, chickpeas, olives, feta, peppers, finished with vinaigrette dressing, $12.29. And I got a drink. I got a lovely uh, white claw mango hard salsa. Now, it seemed like all the stuff that was coming out on the quick service was all canned, even... Yeah. The ale seems to be canned. Yeah. So this is a 16-ounce a can of hard seltzer uh, with the essence of fresh mango, $10.50. Then, for me mainsies, Sinead, I thought, I'll do a little Sinead here. Ooh. So I do like fish. And right. uh, when me and Nick went to Paris, we had the vegetarian or the vegan fish in Toad yeah. of Toad Hall. And I swear to God, right, you couldn't tell the difference. So I got the plant-based tuna sandwich. Nice. Plant-based tuna salad, mayonnaise, uh, arugula, cucumbers, pickled onions, radishes served on multi-grain bread, plant-based, close brackets, open close brackets, $10.29. That is cheap. I think, unless it's a tiny butty. Um, now, I was feeling a little bit glitzy for my main course. So I got McBride Sisters Sparkling Brute Rosé, New oh. Zealand, a 750ml bottle, a gentle floral notes of crushed red berries and rose petals omelette with delicious fresh Flavours of strawberry, cranberry, peaches, and raspberry. Now, that who was saw Craig getting the lady <laughs> drink? I love that you're having yeah. a vegan tuna sandwich and then a whole bottle of prosecco. <laughs> I just thought it it's $35. I thought I've got to bring the money up. So, you know, so <laughs> I just went for it. Um, it. And then for me, pudding after that, if I can still see straight, um, the flashback oatmeal creme pie or cream pie um oatmeal raisin cookie sandwich filled with marshmallow cream topped with dark chocolate and a cinnamon glaze five dollars 49 dead cheap and then i just thought i just went oh traditional i as an old to the lodge guys I got Nick's favorite a blue moon belgian white ale golden um Again, it's in a can, which I'm not a fan of, but 16-ounce can, $9. But then for my bedtime um, little drink, I went to the pool bar because that is where the party is at. The um, the alcohol at the pool bar is bouncing, and I got a poolside iced tea just for bed. Absolute vodka, Bacardi, superior rum, beef eater gin, uh, tequila, Quantro, oh my God, 
and sweet and sour topped with Coca-Cola, $16.50. You are putting me to bed, girlfriend, because I ain't making... I would stay away from the pool at that point, because otherwise you might end up floating on the top of it. I'm well having one of those when I'm there. It's not one of those pool bars that's actually in the pool. That's the only good thing about it. It is about 10 feet away from the pool, so just stay away from the water, Craig. Yeah. Good, good. And the right, good thing I... for Craig that for Craig there is no deep end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he stands yeah. up, he's he's out of the water. It's yeah. head or chest. One definitely. Yeah, definitely. So that that leaves you, Mister D. Okay, so um, I just I mean we're not we're not constrained to go vegetarian, are we? No, we no, we are good. Boots, okay. mate. Thank God for that. Okay, not nothing. I mean I like vegetarian stuff as well, but you know there's um. There's a few things I quite like that were non-vegetarian. So I was just going to start with a Caesar salad, $8.99, romaine, parmesan, yeah. croutons, and Caesar dressing. Just classic, very good. And uh, I didn't, so for that, for a drink for that, I didn't have a drink for each course, but since you guys are doing it, I'll do it as well. So I'll have a, I'll have a, an, in, in honour of Nick, because I'm missing Nick at this point, I'll have a cherry Coke. They don't have um, Cherry Pepsi Max, I don't think, but they got Cherry Cokes. I'll have one of those. And then for my for my main course, I, I have chosen... Uh, where is it? I've lost it now. This better be meaty after all that beef about vegetarians. It is. Come on. Yeah, it was the popping pimento burger. So grilled signature blend burger topped with bacon, pimento cheese, lettuce and tomato on a toasted brioche bun served with French fries. And then with that, and I was quite gutted because um, the grapefruit beer, the Schoffernhofer, used to get that in all the value resorts, but that isn't that isn't on the list anymore, which is uh, a little bit of a bummer. So I was going to go for the hard... Uh, cider, which is um, trying to find it now. Steve Maxwell it's was drinking angry. a Schaffer Hoffer the other day. That is was such he? a lady drink, yeah. Yeah, but I used to like that and used to get that in the fridge there, but it doesn't seem to have got it now. So I'm going to have an Angry Orchard Crisp Apple Hard Cider from Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a 16 ounce, sweet and refreshing, a favorite since colonial times. So there you go, goes back a yeah. bit. And then for dessert, I am going to have... I was going to have that uh, thing that you had, Craig, because I thought yeah. that actually sounded quite good. And I would have had, had the tie-dye cheesecake, because I do like a bit of cheesecake. Ooh. Um, but Sinead's had that. So I'm going to go for the 50th anniversary dessert, $5.99. Raspberry cheesecake with a rose gold champagne-infused glaze on an almond cookie. And then to finish that off... I'm going to have a cocktail, and I think I'm going to have a blue marble mojito for eleven dollars. Nice. Um, oh, mind you, again, that's, a, that's a can, though. It's a can. If you go to Petals Bar, you can get actual cocktails. Yeah, get on the Petals Bar, man. Just put yeah, your, I'll go there your then. rings on. Well, I love this. I love this here. And then put I'll your rings on. Yeah. So there you go. I didn't add oh. it up, so I don't know what that is. But yeah, we'll probably Don't... about forty dollars. Don't worry about that. I think they're all pretty much going to be that because it is the um, separate value guess. results. Yeah, five dollar. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, so for me, I I was having a look, and I and I'm going to head to the first of all the snack menu, um, 
inside, and I'm going to have the hard-boiled eggs. What? It's not like being bound off at Disney. (laughs) Disney bounding. Um, (laughs) That's what they mean by Disney bounding. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But to go with my hard-boiled eggs, um, I I am going to start with a glass of wine. Some diorolite. Um, I'm Who gonna... else? This is the most unhinged thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to have a glass of eggs. I am going yeah. to have a glass of Beringer White Zinfandel from California. Um, 187ml glass of White Zinfandel, fresh red berry, citrus and melon flavours and aromas rounded out by subtle hints of nutmeg and clove. Perfect, with a lightly boiled egg. Yeah, so just pop in my got... pickled egg. <laughs> have you got pepper with that, sir? <laughs> I did. I honestly couldn't see anything that I wanted for the starter, and I was just like, "Oh, there's, there's some hard-boiled eggs there. I love them." Um, <laughs> I mean, I love eggs. I've literally had an egg in a in an alcoholic drink on this show. I'm sure I have. You had a banana in yours the other yeah, week, so and, uh, <laughs> and an ice cream bar. I mean, yes. the egg doesn't surprise any of us. Yeah, really. no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, so for my main, I'm going with the honey barbecued pork sandwich. Um, topped with creamy coleslaw on a toasted brioche bun served with French fries. Uh, and my drink there, I am going to go with a strawberry daiquiri. Uh, yes. Can't go wrong wrong with that. Um, and then for my dessert, I am going to go for currently one of the specialities. So I'm not sure how, it, how long it'll oh. be there. It's a limited time offering. The how far I'll go, who appear pie. Um, Easy for you re- to say. It really wasn't, believe me. Yeah, exactly. How far I'll go. Uh, rich chocolate coconut pie with a layer of coconut hapoya custard topped with sweet cream and macadamia nuts. Um, again, yeah, that, that's a real struggle to even... To get it out once was bad enough to try and do it a second time. That's no, what that, said. <laughs> ba-boom. Oh. Um... And then for my drink for with my dessert, I guess Advoca, more eggs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am going to go with the cold brew Joffrey's coffee, shaking Jamaican. Uh, I'll do um, not pooping around the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll do next time. How many toilets have I gone into and not needed to use? <laughs> Um, so it's artisan roasted coffee beans blended with caramel, vanilla, and smoky flavors, featuring Joffrey's coffee, perfectly steeped in water at cool temperatures for an extended period of time to create a smooth cup of cold brew coffee. Nice. So that is mine. And then, as I said, we have got some patrons who who joined in the fun. Um, so we'll start with Sandy, um, who's Hello, been very. Sandy who's been Hello, very complimentary to Sandy. us over the last couple of weeks, hasn't she, Craig? Oh, she's lovely, Sandy. So she has... Fish fingers and eggs. I doubt she'll have picked eggs, but she's a good egg. <laughs> no, she she hasn't. She has started with her starter is the chilli cheese all-beef foot-long hot dog. Oof, there you go. Craig would have that in a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And she went... For a um, show favourite, she's gone for a Corona Extra. Nice. So she's doing, joining that. you, Craig. It's on the yes. Craig beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. empty. Um, then her main meal, she has picked the grilled chicken sandwich with a side of mac and cheese instead of fries. Um, and her drink for that course is uh, a glass of Pinot Grigio. 
Nice. Um, and then her dessert, she's gone for the tie-dye cheesecake as well. Um, oh and her drink from the pool bar, she's gone for a bourbon braise. Nice. Oh, um, good finish. So, so yeah. Straight uh, to sleep after all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then Craig's joined in the fun again um, as, as a new Patreon. Um, and he's like you, Sinead, he's got four nights at Pop Century oh, cool. um, in September. Nice. Um, so he's going to do his in a different order because he wants to finish at the pool bar. Um, so oh. he's starting He's starting with his main and he's gone for the same thing as me, the honey barbecued pork sandwich. Um, uh, and he's joining the, the cherry Coke uh, brigade uh, as his drink. Um, and weirdly, he's, he's actually picked... Two of the same courses as me. Uh, he's picked the hapuya hapu- yes. pie, Rich. No, not for his dessert. <laughs> a pie. That's, take, that's taking it too far, having eggs for his dessert. Um, so, yeah, he's gone with that. And he's gone for a blue moon with his dessert. <laughs> blue moon. Um, and then he's reverted back to the pool bar for his starter. Um, he's going with a pretzel with cream sauce. Uh, which that he's sounds drink. nice. Um, and his drink, he's going for the banana cabana, or banana Why cabana. Would. Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. Which is cruising mango rum, parrot bay coconut rum, bowls creme de banana, and orange and pineapple ju- juice with a float of grenadine. And he wants to start yeah, with that. Nice. Fair enough, um, yeah. Pour so, him into bed. Yep. Then another new Patreon, Alex. Alex is a long-time listener, mind you. He's He's been listening to us for, for quite a while. I, I recognise the name. Um, yeah. He's actually doing it a different way. He's actually starting with the breakfast. So he is having... Lots of egg options at breakfast. <laughs> yeah. More but, appropriate. Funnily, but funnily enough, he says he's not a big lover of egg. Um, oh, dear. So he said, I would be having a waffle bounty platter. I'm not a big lover of egg, so there is more items on this dish than egg. I would wash <laughs> this down with a tea. I hope they still have the twinings there. Um, then for his lunch slash dinner, he would also be picking the honey barbecue pork sandwich. Um, and then for his dessert, he would be having a pop goes banana cupcake. Um, all washed down with a root beer. But Go then on, he did... Oh addendum to it he said if i was at the pool bar i would be placing an order for a turkey and provolone sandwich um he doesn't know what that is but he still wants to give it a try um provolone's type of cheese isn't it yes yes it is (laughs) um and then he said he would be ordering the banana cabana uh, for his drink from the pool bar nice um Mm -hmm. so yep that's great and and i actually missed out he did a whole big long thing um, that he he picked the the pop century um, because it's on the the skyliner, um, oh, yeah. and he's also said as as part of this that he's glad that the dining plan has come back because um, it makes it easier budgeting for a for a Disney holiday. Um, so he's quite happy with that. Um, and then we had one from Ryan and another new Patreon. So they've got they've properly got involved. Um, he says that maybe he's gone too hard on the cocktails from the pool. He did say pool bathroom, so he might <laughs> he's be definitely going too hard on them. Yeah. George Michael, there. Eh? <laughs> yeah. So he's gone for the starter. He's gone with the the soft pretzel with cheese sauce. 
Um, and he's having a captain's Mai Tai. Um, and then he is for his main going with the Impossible Burger. Um, that would be nice, yeah. And I'll also, just be hand in hand at this stage. Yeah. And then the he has gone with a bourbon breeze. So that is, we've heard that nice. a couple of times. Um, and look, I swear they're doing this on purpose just to make me say it. Um, but <laughs> he has also gone with the how far I'll go for pea pie with a pina colava to go with it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, again, I want to thank the Patreons for getting involved. Thank you for the boats. Uh, as always, if you want to join Patreon, join us over at that website we mentioned earlier. Um, we will be putting up um, the question as to what we're going to do for our Patreon show next week, um, yeah. where we're looking for which shows to uh, which uh, attractions that we are going to improve on. Um, so that'll be going up later on this week. So remember to go and give us your thoughts as to what you want to see us reimagine. Um, and I, I guess on that note, that wraps up the show for this week. Thank you guys for joining me on my first official hosting gig. Um, after dark. Crowd, Good job. Good job. <laughs> Good job, um, Junior. Thank you very much. And, and, and I suppose I have to thank Nick and um, Mr. Boniface, um, double, o, double O Toilet, as he like should Dr. be known as. You're the new <laughs> doctor. I know we've regenerated once more. <laughs> um, and preferably, we have gone back to Disaster Dark. So it's kind of like David Tennant coming back. Um, so thank you very much, guys, for joining me as always. And we're going to leave you with something Craig sent over to me yesterday from Steve. We're going to yeah, leave Steve you with ev everybody's favorite song from a Disney park live from the attraction. So. We will see you on the next one. Sorry. Bye. Bye. is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.